the end of black history month the 28 days they give us we very grateful for that <laughs> um wow it's been so long since i've talked to you guys or since you guys have heard my voice i have missed this podcast but guys i have a reason behind that my <laughs> i'm sure we all have like similar stories but like Ever since the pandemic happened, everything has just been literally upside down. With family, with school, work, everything just... Returning back to our normal lifestyle hasn't been the easiest. And so it's just... It's been a lot. It's been one crazy journey. But the Lord has got us. We're here today, aren't we? He did it. And he's still doing it. <laughs> uh, okay, so just a little quick update and check-in. We're just going to be talking about how life has been. Today is just me on the podcast. Oh, uh, where do I even start with this? Where do I even begin? Okay, so I started this podcast during the pandemic, right? Yes. And... Ever since then, I've been off and on. And every single year I go, oh, we're going to be consistent. But the Lord had all the plans. <laughs> and life just had other plans as well. So can't really try to argue myself out of that one. And pandemic happened. Podcast started. Then I started college, guys. I started college. And... Not only classes, but I've been part of like the some student government and like other societies in school. So like other leadership roles. So it's been one good of a journey. I am very grateful for God for giving me those positions that I currently have. And those have been taking up my time as well. And also, if you guys didn't know, I do social media management on the side. Guys content creation is not an easy job like big ups to people who do that for a living I'm trying to do that for a living we'll see how it plays out but I'm doing it part time currently and when I tell you it is not an easy job believe me sitting down to curate content it oh the mind just goes haywire my mind at least it's you like the ideas are there but executing them is the hard part it is it really is because there's so many like creative ideas you have and then it comes to putting the pen to the paper or opening your instagram or tiktok app to try and execute that and it's just like should i even try because who knows how much views this is going to get. 
or this this and that you know this isn't third those kind of things would want to tear you down but just keep going and whatever you do in this life just keep going because at the end of the day your little effort that you've put in is going to take you a long way all right another thing that i have been up to work so i was working at this one place and i quit because we can't we can't stay in one place forever you know have to elevate ourselves mm -hmm. you know god has given us wisdom so we got to use that wisdom he's given us and do great things for ourselves so i currently work somewhere else and i love the job excuse the pause i was just thinking um i love the job but where where there's no workplace in this it that doesn't have drama so there's drama of as usual but if you go and put yourself in that drama you'll be the topic of conversation when in a lot in a lot of people's you know like whenever they talk and sit down together so i don't like drama ever since high school Yo, I'll just be the person that sits down and always watches and how ev everything plays out. <laughs> that's the kind of person I am. And so that's been what I've been up to lately. Just a lot of thoughts <coughs> and a lot of things. Alright guys, um, today I think what I want to talk about is adulting. Yes, the A-D-U-L-T-I-N-G. The very thing we love starting from when we turn what 19 years old <laughs> well in america the legal age of being an adult is 18 but child adulting doesn't start till the year for me started when i was 19. this might be a new series i don't know how it's gonna go depends on how people receive this new episode you know so coming from america coming from america i mean high claim it's interesting name <laughs> coming from uh nigeria and moving to the united states very vast difference okay in america everything you have to do it by yourself especially when you're like college getting at your parents house just you don't even have to be out of your parents house for in order for you to do things and to be independent and that's what american lifestyle is all about um they very big on being independent doing things for yourself like in high school people started working as sophomores and that's like what 16 17 and so that's really not foreign to them here but for me, I didn't work throughout my whole high school career. Well, I only worked during summer, you know, no school during the, those times. And it's just like, now I'm like, what did I do with my life? But if you want to just um, have that mentality and live with that mentality, you're going to make yourself miserable. And so, <clears throat> so America got bills upon bills, car insurance, phone bills what else do we have that we like mini miniature basic things 
that you pay for it, you know? And in Nigeria, there's not really a lot of bills that people pay for. At least not the youth of If I'm wrong, please, guys, correct me. And just, like, send me a message or something. But I'm just speaking for myself because I'm here in America. I'm just speaking for the African diaspora. The African youth diaspora here in America. We're in college, but we're still hustling. And youths in Nigeria also do that. Because I talked to one of my friends in Nigeria. And a lot of them. Because the economy is not that great back home. But here, we have a good economy. But because of how they've set it up, everyone has to fend for themselves. And you're African with your African parents here. <laughs> Maybe your African parents aren't even here, which makes it makes you work like two times like two times harder. But if your African parents are here, they're not gonna let you sit back and cross your legs and just eat their money. No. They're gonna <laughs> make you go out the house, work for your own sir I can't talk today, y'all. Work for yourself and have money in your pockets that you earn with your own blood, sweat, and tears. Like, we all know this. We're African. <laughs> Our parents are not just going to let us. Oh, because you have blood. And I'm going to, ah, let me cross my legs. I'm having a good time. No, they brought you here for a purpose. And that purpose is to better yourself and to also build a lifestyle where what am I trying to say? They brought you here to better yourself and to also build generational wealth and also I'm trying to say something. I'm trying to put this in the right words. They brought you here to better yourself, yes? And also to make life a little bit easier for your future generations. Yes, that's it. They brought you here to better yourself and to make life easier for your future generations. Just as how they came here made life easier a little bit for us so we didn't have to struggle and go through all the things that they did. And so, back to adulting. Adulting here in America. Now, I wish there was someone here to talk to about this, but just a little brief overview of how I perceive it okay so this is my basic uh, day my a typical day in my life you wake up class I have a 9:35 a.m. class go to that drive to that <clears throat> and then study for like the few hours you have before you go to work and then you work and then you come back home and then you sleep or back to study again or you score your time on TikTok. <laughs> oh, and then beginning of the month or ending of the month, whenever your bills come in, my dear, everything is just. And if you have like what's it called, um, automatic pay, you just take it out of your bank account, and then you just check. Sometimes, eh, my dear, I might. I'm even scared to look at my bank account. I'm scared. I'm scared because I I, I don't want to be disappointed. I don't, <laughs> but that's basically how what it is. You work, go to school, work, pay bills. It's a whole routine. 
and one thing I've learned is that if you want to live your life that way without having a social life with yourself on my ah, my dear you're going to suffer it's going to be miserable like I was living my life that way and then I got this new job I'm like you know what I have to change this I started making friends started going out there's some times where you have to prioritize your mental health and put your school aside for like just one weekend not the weekend where you have exam next week but don't do that don't do that um <laughs> you just have to prioritize your mental health and your well-being because if you aren't healthy if you aren't in the right state of mind how are you going to continue this journey of life you know so i've learned that your social life is very important your physical life your mental state they're very very important and that's where self-love comes into play right in order for you to have self-love you have to come to the realization that i'm the one running the journey no one is helping me in the sense that like no one is going to hold my hand like guide me along the way that kind of thing so i have to take care of myself by treating myself rewarding myself for the little achievements that I have in my life and that motivates me to push myself harder and further closer yeah I'm sorry I can't talk today closer to the finish line and those little rewards I give myself for the achievements that I make they help you like knowingly or knowingly they just help you to do better to do more because if let's say you achieve something you get your first paycheck and just go have a spa day with yourself okay another thing i was listening to this um instagram live with this um girl the other day self-love doesn't always have to involve money my self-care days it's being it's me having a facial day in my bathroom you know um having exfoliating my skin them replaning my face those kind of things having my own i have my own um what's it called nail kit cut your nails put your cuticle all on those kind of things they don't have to take money away from your bank account you don't have to spend fifty dollars or more saying oh it's my self-care day if you want to you can but if you're a college student like me <laughs> and there's plenty more than somewhere just laying in bundles we really hope um hypothetically speaking that's not the case um you try to minimize the amount you spend on yourself but you're still giving yourself that rest day that you need. You're still giving yourself that care that you need. And so, self-love. Just little achievements you have reward yourself. And those little rewards begin to get bigger, as I was saying before. So let's say you get a spa day. Next month, you achieve something you take yourself out to eat 
a solo dinner, a solo date. Don't let people's thoughts <laughs> or whatever they think and oh, or don't let your insecurities put you down in the sense that when I first started, I haven't done this in a long time, but the first time I went on like a solo date with myself, I had dinner at a Korean restaurant, right? <clears throat> and I was like, I just need a break. I dressed up, went out, literally just sat at the table by myself and I ate. I think I had soup that day, uh, tang, I think, bone, uh, broth soup or something like that. I think I just said the wrong thing, but my people forgive me. Um, <laughs> so, the next month, let's say, what else? What are the things could you treat yourself to? There's so many things you could treat yourself to. And so, those rewards just keep getting bigger and bigger. Because, why? You're working, earning more money. More money, yes. <laughs> earning more money, and then you have more in your bank account, so you can afford to increase or upgrade the way you treat yourself on those days every month. It can be bi-weekly, it can be every weekend, well not every weekend, that's kind of a, a reach. Just learn to give yourself a break, <laughs> basically. That's all that I said in Captain One Word. Learn to give yourself a break. Yes. Mm -hmm. So I think that's about it for the little, my little take on adulting. I think this is going to be serious. I love talking about things like this. And guys, another thing is that this podcast, I talk about things that are on my mind. <laughs> so if you look at my notes app, I have a lot of topics. And the reason why I haven't been able to sit down, well, a lot of it's life. And it's because those um, ideas, they, I mean, those, like, topics, they come and they go. But, like, for this, it's something that I'm dealing with currently. I don't want to say use the word struggling. Well, I would use the word struggling with adulting. Because I just wish there was, like, a handbook manual. Just a little handy-dandy. <clears throat> those little dictionaries we always had. Yeah, there's something you can hold in your hand to put in your pocket or something, your bag, your purse, and have it with you everywhere. You know, I wish adulting had that kind of manual, but we don't. We have to figure everything out by ourselves and through the help of God. So that's one thing I've been struggling with recently, adulting. And I hope this is a safe place for you to just talk about what you're feeling with and I hope either one or two people relate to this. I hope it's not just me because that would make me look weird or delusional. <laughs> okay, and I think that's about it for today. Just a little quick update, little check-in. We'll be back next week with a new episode. The days aren't finalized yet, but we will be back with a guest question mark. I don't know. We shall see. You guys, have a good rest of your day, morning, or night. And I hope everything is great with you. Alright, so I'm just here with my little sister, our friend, mm -hmm. Gold. And before this, we're talking about, like, stuff, like, 
growing up in an African household as a girl yeah. with African parents in America, like in Nigeria even, but since we're here in America, yeah. we're just talking, and then I was like, let me record this. This conversation <laughs> is really good right now. Mm-hmm. And so what I was going to say is we were talking about like dating. Yeah. Um, you can repeat what you said. Yeah, dating in like Nigerian households. I was talking about what I was going to do, you mm-hmm. know, when I become a parent. Um, as girls, like especially since of what happened to me with, you know, liking people, having crushes or whatever, I would expect my daughter to do the same. It's yeah. something that's very natural. But in Nigerian households, it's very suppressed. They don't like mm-hmm. to talk about it unless you're married. Yeah. And it doesn't just start when you're married. There's a process. No. Yeah, there's a process behind that. You know, mm-hmm. it starts from, you know, thinking somebody's cute. Mm-hmm. And then, like, you know, maybe you start talking to them. You guys are friends. And yeah. then you, later on, you start dating and then become boyfriend and girlfriend. And then yeah. comes the marriage. Yeah. But everybody likes to skip that process until a certain age. They think as soon as you turn 20... Yeah, this is when it starts. I expect you to have all these emotions. Mm. But that is not, it's not right. I like, think, like, we've been conditioned to think that way. Mm-hmm. It's like, they start asking you once you're, like, in college. You're, like, almost done with college. Like, yeah, where's your husband? I'm like, right. but you didn't let me do this, like, date or talk to people exactly. and stuff like that. Or, or I was so scared to tell you. Exactly. And then when you're like, oh, I'm like, some parents don't even apologize, mm-hmm. which is good. Mm-hmm. And um, I was watching this TikTok video, I think the other day. The man was talking about it was like um, this Saudi Arabian or Middle Eastern man. He was yeah. taught it was he said this exactly. He said, "Parents don't come from you; they come through you." Mm. So what you said about guy holding their hands and guiding yeah. them after a certain point in their life. Yeah. So like, you God has given this child to you. This yeah. is God's child. God just placed you on this earth exactly. in the family, so for you to guide them. Mm-hmm. And so as parents, I think. Uh, I'm not a parent, y'all, mm-hmm. but <laughs> <laughs> they should, as a right, the right thing a parent should do is pray, yeah. um, God, how do I get set this child on the right path, what exactly. is the thing you want for this child, this, this, and that, mm-hmm. and so that's how I see it, so I agree with you. Most yeah. definitely, mm-hmm. and like, you know, as you're younger, like, you know, little kids of five mm-hmm. years old to ten years old, you see they're a little bit more wild, you yeah. know, so you kind of have to hold their hand yeah. and move them around and be like, hey, yo, mm-hmm. don't do this. And if they're doing something, you have to literally take their hand and stop them from yeah. doing it. And then, you know, reprimand them because of it. But then when your kid gets older, you know, you doing that, it causes a lot of tension. Yeah. You notice as little kids, if your parents say, no, as, you know, your grown-up teenagers, if mm-hmm. your parents talk to you the same way that they talk exactly. to you when you were five years old, it irritates you yeah. because it's like, please don't. <laughs> and then, then, yeah, yeah. If they grab your hand and then they do this, it's like, please yeah. do not touch me. You could literally talk to me and be like, hey, yo, this is what I'm supposed, to, this is what you're supposed to do. Do it this way. Mm-hmm. And I'll, if you tell me like that, okay, I'll let, don't. I'm grown, like, yes. not in the bad sense, but, mm-hmm. like, I know my right from my wrong. You know it like, is. Talking like in a childish way to a teenager, mm-hmm. it kind of how do I say it? it has something to do like with ego. Yes. He makes it makes them like you said irritated yes. and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And so these are people that who are, they're grown, they're yeah. learning. So tell them, hey, I didn't like that. Exactly. But then I'm gonna let you do what you want to do. Exactly. And 
you're and gonna see why I told you not to do exactly. that thing in the in the end. So, then yeah. later on, you will by yourself. You will say that you don't want to do that thing anymore. And they'll come back to you and tell you. Yeah, they will tell you. That's yeah. why. But before your child could open up to you, you have to make it a safe place for them mm, to open up to you. Yep, you yep. have to be honest with them. You like you know be like okay. I expect this to happen mm-hmm. to you because it happens to yeah. me as well, and I don't want you hi- to hide it yeah. because it's natural, you know. Like there's maybe I won't like you to get into it this early, but yeah. if it's already happening, let me guide you yeah. so you can make the right mm-hmm. decisions. Mm-hmm. And that. but like people, I guess parents, they're so scared of like you know being wrong that mm-hmm. they, you know, they they force you too yeah. much. They they put like a guard over yeah. you and. It, it causes a lot of problems. Mm-hmm. So, safe place, a safe place makes people open up. Yes. And tell you yeah. more things. All right, so that's <laughs> not parenting. We're not parents. Mm-hmm. We're still young girls. Yes. And so, before that, we're talking about, like, dating. Yes. Um, I was telling my brother yesterday, I was talking to him about this, um, what I have going on. Mm-hmm. And he was like, I was telling him, like, I've seen now. Yeah. The best dynamic for me, personally, is, like, being from friends to, like, lovers are like dating mm-hmm. because that way you know this person yes because before you're dating like you're friends so like they're being their true self yes and then you end up dating and so there's no like this Weirdness. talking stage yeah. or like awkwardness or stuff like that you don't have to be perfect. even if exactly even if there's like moments of silence when you guys do like you still together alone it's not gonna be awkward right it's not gonna be awkward at I all i feel like people like misinterpret that sometimes <laughs> like oh we're like this like the, having a moment of silence it's not bad it's yeah. not a bad thing seriously it's it's, it's really not a bad thing <laughs> no. at all like um uh, me i be honest with y'all i prayed to god and i was like i want to grow up a little bit mm-hmm. with the person that i'm supposed to spend yeah. the rest of my life with and because i want to be comfortable with this person i want to see how this person grows mm. i want to be able to see all those things about this yeah. person i don't want to be with somebody when i have my life figured out even though that would be good as mm-hmm. well that's what i don't want that because yeah. you haven't seen me in a place where i didn't have myself put together mm. where like i didn't have it all figured out i want you to see those parts of me and i want to see those parts of you that could accept you yeah and know for sure that this is what i want yeah. i don't want it to just hit me like a freight train mm-hmm. you know and i'm stuck and i don't know what to do yeah and like when i feel like when you're younger you adapt all right so another thing i don't know I, i'm on this journey of like self-love my <laughs> 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 flowers i bought those yesterday oh, at the Joe's. Oh i'm like i'm gonna treat myself and i just sat down recorded myself like putting the bouquet together like the arrangement Yeah, yo, this one thing I've learned growing up in America, life nowhere is easy. Mm. Like, you know, if you're in Nigeria thinking, oh, those in America have it great. No, it's we, not. We don't. Yeah. You work everywhere to you. You work the same, even though it's a different type of job. Exactly. You work. Yeah. Hard. Lifestyle may be different. Yeah. Way of living may be different, but we're all working to make ends meet and mm-hmm. all that. As even America here. People 16, 15 are starting work. Yes. <clears throat> and I didn't, like, get to do that in high school. I wish I did. Mm-hmm. But, man. Anyway, aside from that, this self-love journey I'm on, um, I was watching. I'm on TikTok. <laughs> so I'm going to bring up TikTok in, like, every other minute. Mm-hmm. This girl, she posted a video of her and her boyfriend. And then the comment section was like, this just shows you that you can be in a relationship and still work on yourself. Yeah. I don't know if you think that way, but I agree because... 
you don't have to, like you said, mm-hmm. growing up with the person you love, mm-hmm. right? Like you can grow up with that person, work on yourself, see how they change, you're changing too, and they're you're both experiencing that life together. Mm-hmm. And even if you don't, you, you both don't end up together. It's a memory that's going to be ingrained in your um, head forever. And God right. is using that to grow you as a person. Yeah. So, yeah. That's most definitely. Mm-hmm. Like, I think one of my friends, like, she was just stating how, like, in her relationship, she needed to work on herself. Because, mm-hmm. you know, when you're in a relationship with somebody, I don't know if it's harder or it's easier to see what you're lacking in. Mm. Yeah, because, like, you know, you could think you're perfect, but when it when you're in a relationship it's not about it's not just you anymore yeah it's about you and then that other person yeah, and then like when it comes time to doing stuff for somebody mm-hmm. else you know you have to sacrifice a lot and I heard somebody saying sacrifice is not just like you know it's not giving something away knowing you're gonna get it back mm-hmm. it's giving something away even though you know you might not get it back at oh, all yes, like yeah. when you know Abraham, he was supposed to sacrifice Isaac. Son, yeah. There was no thought in his head that, oh, like, you know, I'm going to get another yeah. son. He's like, this is my you only just son. Straight ahead. Like, yes. okay, God, I'm going to go with you, I'm what you're saying. With you. Exactly. And that was Ooh. his only son. And to reach that part yeah. in your life where you do that, you have to be this with God. Like, you got to be very so tight, tight with God. Mm, very to yes. be like, oh, I'm going to give away something I might never because that man was old you got to think about it it's a miracle that he got his first child who's to say he was going to get another miracle you would have never known but he still sacrificed yeah and like to sacrifice oh you got to be so humble you got to be very very humble you got to let go of all the stuff of like you know I'm this person I'm that person no you got to be just let go Mm mm-hmm and it's hard. Letting go it is, is hard. hard. Yeah. It is so hard because we're human. Mm-hmm. Human beings, we're hoarders. That's a hoard. <laughs> yes. That's a hoard. Yeah, that's a good prayer as a Christian. Mm-hmm. Like, God, help me to reach that. If you want yeah. to pray that kind of prayers. Because the word, the word of the, the the tongue is very powerful. Yes. So, for me, that's a prayer I think I'm going to start praying. Like, mm-hmm. help me to reach that stage with you. Yeah. Where... You can tell me something and I won't look back. Yes. I will just go ahead and follow your voice. And do it. Yeah. And sacrifice. Yeah. Like, sac- and then you know how the Bible also says that obedience is better than sacrifice. sacrifice. <laughs> Sometimes when you obey, you're sacrificing. Yeah. So it's kind of like a twin. Mm-hmm. Right? Like when the, one of the hardest things in this world is obeying God. Because mm-hmm. if he tells you to do something, there's something God tells you to do. Yeah. And it's like, it makes no sense. It's like. It might be, for example, you're on the carpet and then mm-hmm. he's like, jump into the pool. God, where is the pool? I'm on the carpet right now. But yeah. if you just follow, you mm-hmm. know, if you follow, he would, right. he would make a way. Mm-hmm. I mean, listening to somebody who knows the future and you're still stuck in the present is so mm-hmm. hard. Mm-hmm. It's Come so on. hard because you don't yeah. see what they see. Don't. You don't see what God sees. You don't. That's, yeah. that's the prayer. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> to follow God like a fool, cause a fool will not ask you any questions. No, he'll do it. He'll just yeah. Mm-hmm. Eyes closed and everything. And just go. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, man. <laughs> so yeah, that's what relationships is. Relationships are yeah. romantic or not. Yeah. Sacrifice is always gonna be there. Yes. Put in the other person first, 
and not yourself. Exactly. But there will be times where you have to put put yourself your first. first. And also with self love, sometimes you gotta sacrifice things in order to love yourself properly, mm. and also sacrifice people, mm-hmm. not killing them, y'all. Like yeah. like sacrifice, like let them go, like letting them go, letting your life. them go in order yeah. to properly love yourself. Yeah. Cause you know, um, Ooh, that reminded me of something. <laughs> go on, go on, go on, go on. <laughs> go ahead. Somebody, uh, was, somebody was just telling me uh-huh. about like, you know around like the people that I had around myself you know as I was telling them about it and they're like your friend doesn't really sound like good friends mm. they they're doing things that you know they should not yeah. be doing and you know he they're like um something like two birds with the same feather mm, they flock together, together. Yeah. so if they're doing it who's to say that it won't rub off on you exactly so if you have somebody very toxic in your life you're like you know what I'm gonna be that person they're yeah. not gonna change me give it it's time. easier said than done yes I'm telling you I'm give telling it ch- you. that's why the bible also says do not be unequally yoked cause like if you don't pull them they Ooh, will pull she you give me, she they will pull you and when they pull you it won't be just a little tug they will you will fall yep. you will fall into whatever it is that they fall hard and it's going to be even harder for you to take yourself out of it because it did not originate from you yeah so you don't it takes god you guys. it takes god and everything in his life mm-hmm. you said about the friends thing mm-hmm. like recently i had to like let this person go out of my life because <laughs> like something happened recently and i was like you know what I'm tired of this back and forth yeah. uh, kind of relationship. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, you're not benefiting me in any way, mm-hmm. to be honest. Right. You're not adding any more value, value. to my life. Exactly. So why are you still here? Exactly. I'm just not going to... Mm-hmm. I'm just going to push you aside. And then... Yeah. And now, I feel like mentally and like even spiritually, I'm a little bit better. Oh, like you're going to feel that shift. Yes, you will. You will. You will. It's like having a veil over you, and the veil gets torn, mm-hmm. and then you could see properly. Yeah. But while the veil is still there, sometimes you don't know because, like, you know, when you get used to something, it's like You're you don't notice it, it yeah. anymore. Like, if you get used to a certain movement, it becomes a habit, and when it becomes a habit, you don't got to think about mm-hmm. it anymore. And some, something has to happen in your life for you to see properly. Yeah. Like, maybe the veil hasn't torn yet but the veil has shifted mm-hmm. and you get a glimpse Ooh. of what life could yeah. be like outside that veil yeah. and then you're like you get to thinking and then it's like you know mm-hmm. the veil needs to go away yeah it's like what they call it red flags in the guy yes. you're like oh my god it's, he can change <laughs> oh my god i think i can you can never change anyone you, by the way you can't oh my god oh, then you said I'm gonna, I'm gonna see the good in him yeah. and then you ignore those red flags if you got then a, the good you're trying to see in that person becomes like multiplied because of your mental exactly. thinking. Exactly. Meanwhile, those red flags are still there. Mm-hmm. Don't forget that. But because you're like, oh, I want to see the good in this person, God is like, okay, I'm gonna let you go ahead. <laughs> exactly. But then I will let you have this veil shifted a little bit. Exactly. And if you want to see what the life could be without them, that's up to you. And like have them out of your life or like change yourself for the better but it's up to us like that's another thing god Mm -hmm. is a parent he's like a parent yeah he's gonna show you like how do i put this 
he's gonna like tell you like yeah. this is not good for you but he's gonna let you experience that mm-hmm. and so it's up to us as human beings to make the decision to either exactly. go god's way right now mm-hmm. or go through what we're doing and then end up in god's way yeah with the lesson we're gonna we're, we've learned after that process well, we were talking about it a while ago i would say they think they called it the word of wisdom mm-hmm. word of wisdom word of knowledge god gives us words of wisdom mm-hmm. and knowledge but that one is especially words of wisdom mm-hmm. like you know as it's very plain but the wording like mm-hmm. it makes you think yeah. very deep into yeah. it but um also that's what I was saying oh I was thinking in my head if you gotta look hard to see the good in somebody <laughs> you should probably should, should run you should run you should, you should run yep. and like one thing I had to realize is that you know we think we could fix somebody but I had to realize that we're not God mm-hmm. God could be around the worst of somebody and not be affected mm. but we as human beings we're not that unmovable mm. that if we be around the worst of people that it might not rub unless you have some special kind of grace yeah Exactly, but if you don't have that, you can't just put yourself in that situation and expect not something not to happen yeah. to you. It's like that is not an oil and water situation. Mm. You know, it's like a clean water and dirty water. Yeah. If dirty water gets clean water, yeah. it becomes dirty. Yeah. It's no longer clean water yeah. and dirty water, and it doesn't just become clean water. It's dirty. dirty. It is dirty. And to filter it out takes a my goodness and that is so sad it's to to it's so easy to go into the bad stuff but Mm. to get back into the good stuff is process it's a process it's so long because it's not just you you're not just getting rid of one thing you're not just getting rid of that one thing that it started out Mm -hmm. with when that one thing comes in Two things get added yeah. in, and then three things get added in. Mm-hmm. It's just a lot. It is. It is a lot, and you gotta get rid of them one by one by. Ugh. Yeah. Like you said, we can't change anyone, mm-hmm. but God can use us. Yes. To like influence. teach, yeah, to influence mm-hmm. their choices, their lifestyle. Yeah. And little by little, they can start to see that. Oh, this person is a child of God. Like yeah. maybe I should start following their ways. Yeah. Even though it's not like a, a complete three sixty change. Yeah. Like those little changes or the even the fact that they thinking about it. Mm-hmm. That's evangelism. Yeah. It's own. It is. Yeah. It is. Like I pray for my friends and all that. Like my mom will ask me, Are they Christians? I'm like, No. Mm-hmm. Like they're not Christians but like they know God. Yeah. And so I pray for them because these are great people. Yeah. And like losing people like that, well, it's not gonna be easy and it, all that. Mm-hmm. But I pray for them, and there's nothing God can't do. Yeah, there's nothing there's God can't do. There's nothing impossible for God to mm-hmm. do. But it's also up to them yes. to make that decision. The only thing that holds God's hand back is you. Mm. That's the only thing. Because God, my has been telling me, God is a gentleman. He mm-hmm. will never come and force you yeah. to do something. That is true. He will, you know, talk to you. You know, so listen, yeah. do it back. He will back yeah. up. Because at this point, you know what's the best exactly. for you. Exactly. Yeah. Leave you alone. <sighs> yep. Mm-hmm. So that's that. Yeah, guys. Um, <laughs> it's concluded. It's a quick, short podcast mm-hmm. of thoughts. Yes, <laughs> of thoughts. These are thoughts. Yes, and you know, just have to me in this world. Mm-hmm. 
having with like not having God in anything you do. Yeah. I feel like it's not good. Isn't like good. even if you're not a Christian, God is in everything. You don't realize it. Yeah. But he orchestrates everything, he directs everything. You might be like, Oh my god, crystals, oh my god. The, the zodiac sign, like the earth or universe. Mm. Who created all those? Exactly. <laughs> Who made all those? And it's God. So. Mm-hmm. And you know what's crazy? I used to be into crystals and stuff mm-hmm. like that before I came became a Christian. Yeah. And like, huh, man, I f- even when I was doing those stuff, mm-hmm. I felt like I needed something more. Mm-hmm. And you know, I still remember God because I grew up with you know in the church and things like mm-hmm. that. And I had to remember that God was there. And one day, like, there was this video on YouTube and it went very in-depth about, like, you know, those things and stuff like that. And it really convicted me. Mm-hmm. And then I talked to God about it. And I was like, God, I'm so sorry. I had yeah. no idea. And that single day, I gave my life to Jesus. Yeah. And, like, I was not expecting that. But I have never felt as satisfied as I have with God yeah. than I did with, you know, anything those those crystals, those crystals did not even come close. Those crystals, it gave me what I wanted to hear. Mm-hmm. You know, it gave me what I you know wanted because that's basically what, like what you want. Yeah. It's it's all about you. But then becoming a Christian, I realized that it's not all about me. Mm-hmm. It's more to it than <laughs> just me. Yeah. It's more to it than just me. Yeah. And you know what? I'm okay with that. It's um. Yeah, there's nothing that satisfies more than having God in your life. Mm. Like, there's a difference between being a Christian, and there's a difference between having a, a relationship with God. Yeah. And being a Christian, that whole process, is not easy. Mm-hmm. It's not easy. There are going to be ups and downs all the time. Right. Like, I just came out of this huge slump of, like, not reading my Bible, mm. or, like, not praying. Like, I don't have motivation. Mm. You don't have motivation to pick up your phone, <laughs> but you're going to do it. Be good. Because it's, n- it's a necessity in your yeah. life. And so you don't have the motivation to read your Bible, but you have to. Because if you don't take your word in daily, mm. af- you're like, your day's not going to be the same, at least exactly. for me. Like, I tested out with that, that theory one time. Mm-hmm. Like, there was just pre- where I didn't read my Bible. Yeah. And... I think even my mental state was like so down but then I started reading my Bible and I just figured like everything got started started to get better yes like people are like oh you're so happy you're so funny I'm like because I have life the word is literally <laughs> exactly. I didn't do anything it's just God man it's God and you know what be honest I have gotten in a slump of my praying has mm-hmm. been you know weird yeah. and my reading my Bible has been weird too and you know, in the back of my mind, I know that it's what I need. Because I remember how it is when I am reading my Bible. Yeah. I Even though, like, things are not perfect, mm-hmm. it's like an energy booster. You mm-hmm. know, it makes you think more clearly. Yeah. You know, when you feel like you'll be stuck. You know, I read my Bible. I have all this life yeah. in me. I have the Word of God inside of me. It gives you this hope. Yes. That's where God, it, it says my grace is sufficient. But you yeah. remember that one. But yeah. when you don't... When you don't read your Bible, you're not thinking, you're not reminded of that, right? So when you're in a situation and you feel stuck, you think that that's all you are. You think that what you feel is what you are, and that's not true. Mm. It's not true at all. So I need yeah. to start that motivating motivate yeah. me. I need to 
get back into it. I don't like the way I'm feeling. <laughs> but <laughs> that's a, the good thing is that God doesn't judge us based yeah. on those things. Right. And whenever we do decide to be consistent more or like give her, like go back to Him, He's always gonna have a. a Ready to take us back in his open arms. Right. Yeah. He is. He is. That's the, why he's a father. He, that's why. Yes. Yeah. He is a father. He's so loving. And you know, that's another thing I struggled with when I became a Christian. I was like, how can somebody love somebody that much? You will take them back <laughs> even if they did all that crazy stuff. Me, I will remember what exactly. you did and I will tell you to go away. <laughs> but God does not do that. Mm-hmm. God does not do that. And it's crazy. Because we as humans, that would be the first thing that we would do. So that's why I struggle with this so much. Because, mm-hmm. like, this is what I would do. Yeah. But I have to remember that God is not me. God is not man. Mm-hmm. When he says, my ways are not, not your ways. ways. <laughs> okay? He was not playing when he said that. He was not playing. Yeah. And thank God that his ways are not our ways. Because I would not be here. We would not be here. Yeah. We would not be having this conversation at all. Yeah. So I'm happy about it. God... God's love is real. I think one day I was sitting down inside my room and I was just asking God, I was like, God, do you love me? Yeah. And then, like, God talks to and I just heard, like, touch your arms, mm-hmm. touch your legs, like, touch your face. And then he said that that is my love. Mm-hmm. You are my love. Mm-hmm. If you ever feel like, you know, you're not loved by God, just look at yourself. Mm-hmm. You are God's love in materialized, mm-hmm. in physical form you are his love Mm. that's why he could send his son to die for you and you don't think it is enough but you are his love you are enough you are enough god Mm. looks at you when he looks at you he does not see the way your eyes are he does not see how unkempt your hair is he does not see what you're wearing he sees his love that is placed inside of you and that's what makes you worth it yes not your physical appearance (laughs) Is this love that is inside of you? Mm-hmm. That's what makes you worth it, yeah. and that's what I, I have to start believing mm-hmm. more, because you can hear it, but believing it is different. Because mm-hmm. you know, people who believe things, they could go to any extent for what they believe. So exactly, Be- belief, even if what you believe is not true, mm-hmm. as long as you that believe it, yeah. as long as you believe. It will take you places. It will take you places. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if you see those TikTok videos where it's like, being delusional is better. <laughs> she was like, I like this job just by delusion. <laughs> but here, as a Christian, you're thinking, yes, but God is in the background working. Mm-hmm. He yeah. is. He is. Oh, also, this just came in randomly. I think somebody, it's in my phone. A quote that somebody made they're mm-hmm. like if you want to oh it was at the graduation because yes, yeah. they said if you want to go fast go alone but if you want to go far go with others it was a black oh, guy maybe with it's the not beard. the principal but the, maybe the superintendent yeah, the, you i had, think so he had that beard yes he said he said that thing he said out to me i was like yeah, that that everything else he was talking a lot yeah and i was struggling to like pay attention but once he said that yeah. part i wrote it down i was like i can't forget yeah this, i cannot Ooh, forget that yeah i remember that, that. he said you want to go fast go alone want to go far go with others go with others because doing things by yourself 
goes drain you out. It would drain you out. And like when you're by yourself, you you, you don't have you don't have like as much creativity. Mm. Like you know, if you're with somebody else and then you want to do something another way, that person will look at what you're doing yeah. from a different angle and then be like, you know what? Suggest you know what yeah. you could do it this way. And it takes you farther, even mm. though it might take you longer. It'll take mm. you farther, and you will get places. It might take you longer, <laughs> but you're gonna get farther. I'm wow. telling you, telling you. So I'm glad he said that. Yes. Maybe the Holy Spirit just opened my ears yeah. when he said that one. Because yeah. like I'm, I like to be with myself. Mm-hmm. I like to be with myself because I can control what happens around me. Mm. And being with other people, I have to humble myself to listen to them and to also humble myself to not like want to take control mm. of the situation everybody puts in mm. and that's what I have to work on mm-hmm. now is being with communication mm. being with people is scary it is it's girl scary. I work in fast food <laughs> right now <laughs> me it's, too it's a lot I'm about to start I'm where to, um, McDonald's oh, that's nice. I'm about to start and like you know people girl just be patient that's yes, it yes be patient cause customers will piss you off <laughs> your co-workers will piss you off and especially when I first started at, um, at my job right now mm-hmm. like these kids are younger than me and like me being African it's like in my head it's like they're gonna hit this kid now they're serious <laughs> but it's like the, because the disrespect was so high I just but after a while I just gotta learn like yes. they've been here longer than me they know more than me exactly. I just started I'm a newbie I might mm-hmm. be older than them exactly but they know more when mm. it comes to this job exactly. let me tell you being African and being coming <laughs> here is so hard cause like you know there's certain things you want to say yeah. me Instead of saying things, I'll just look at you and say, because I can't control the way I look at somebody. You will, you will see how I feel by the way yeah, I look I'm at you. you. You will see it by the way I look at you. So that's helped me, because if I open my mouth and say something, I know somebody will cry. So I shut my mouth I mean, and I anything. The other day at work, this dude is like 20-something. And then this other guy, I'm sure he has like children in college. Hmm. He called him by his first name and told him like to do something or like not to oh. do something. I was like, eh, chai, eh, chai. I was going to say something to him because, like, we're kind of, like, we're acquaintances. Mm-hmm. But I was like, let me shut up. <laughs> let me <laughs> just keep quiet. I was like, wow. Mm-hmm. That's another thing that helped, like, was hard for me to adjust to when I came to this country. The way I saw people that live here talking to people that are older than them, it shocked me. Some, even their it, parents. It shocked me. When I'm giving stuff to my teacher, I hold it with both hands. And I'm like, yes, ma'am. And that's why, not to be rude or anything, that's why we're different. Yes. And they're always like, I was at the store and I saw one of the teachers at my school and I talked to her. I looked at her trying to figure out who she was and as soon as I figured out Mm -hmm. who she was, I was like, hello, ma'am. And then she was like, you look so familiar. And I was like, yeah, I grew up in Blackburn. Mm -hmm. She was like, that's where it is. Mm -hmm. And then she walked off a little bit and then she was like, you know what? You are so mature. I love that you can speak to me and mm. you're your age because people your age they don't know age. how to speak to adults no. and I was like really really I saw you I knew you and I just wanted to let you know mm. that I acknowledge that I see seeing you and it comes from you know when you go somewhere with your parents and they're like say hello to this your auntie and this your auntie and this your auntie it comes in clutch guys it comes in clutch <laughs> oh my goodness it does it comes, it really does. It comes in clutch and I was like since 
in Nigeria. Mm-hmm. Like I was a shy kid. Like even here, after I came here, shy, naive. Like just wanted to be my show. Mm-hmm. But now growing up, like if I recognize a Nigerian name at work, yeah. I'm like, are you Nigerian? Yeah. And they're like, yeah. <laughs> you know, just being open more. Yes. Like how do I put it? Gonna of your comfort zone. That's the word. Going out your comfort zone. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It will take you places. It will take you places. It will because then like people just start talking to you and they're like, Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, this opportunity is here and you're like, Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. Like people give you advice and I write it down in my notes because I write down stuff a lot. The notes in my app and my phone comes in close. Just what I'm saying. I can show you right now the amount of like folders I have. Girl, who are you telling? As soon as if somebody could be talking to me, they say one thing. I pick that one thing they say, and I hold my phone and yep. I'm writing it down so I, I don't forget. Yep. Tony, as you grow older, you know the things that your parents, the adult things your parents tell you to do, like oh keep a journal, do this and do that. And at a young age, you're like, why do I have to do this? I don't want to do this. When you 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 start doing it on your own yeah. like you you see the meaning behind what yeah. they're saying like writing the faintest pen is sharper than the, um, the than the sharpest mind well is yeah think it's better yeah, yeah. than the sharpest yes sure, yeah. yes the faintest pen because like I'm telling you and this is not really life-changing but like what she said about the parents the thing your parents tell you to do when you're younger mm-hmm. my dear don't let me that young. If your parents say just take a nap in the afternoon, take, take it. <laughs> take because it. now <laughs> you ain't gonna find the time. And when you do, them naps be hitting different. That's what I'm saying. Let me tell you. As soon as I haven't started working yet, uh-huh. but like as soon as I come back home, <laughs> I am tired. Okay. Mm-hmm. I remember when I was younger, they would tell me to take naps, and I. I used to fight, mm. fight my sleep. I don't know what was wrong. God, <laughs> God forgive me, truly, because I don't know what was wrong with me. I should have taken that nap. I'm now, telling you, uh, without that nap, I can't function. <laughs> <laughs> I can't function. Uh, man. <laughs> That's the thing with life, man. Mm. The the things that they tell you that doesn't make. That's the thing with God too. Like our parents, it don't make sense. It, it might not sense. make sense. That's you could see God right in that then. one too, because your parents they've been through it, right? And they know that your future will be the same way, so they tell you these things mm. to do now. But while you're in the presence, you don't the present. You don't see a need for mm-hmm. it. And then when you finally catch up to that future that they have been talking to you mm-hmm. about, it makes sense. Yeah. But you have to trust. That's another thing that man said at the graduation. Trust the process. Trust the process. Trust the process. Wow, I'm telling you, it everything connects. Everything connects. The, everything. The, when they also say that history repeats itself, that is like everything. Is I like think he said that too. The history. I don't know. I should have paid attention when he said that one. I don't remember. I think so. It's along those lines. Yeah. But yes, history, history does repeat. Everything is like. That's how you could see God in everything. There's nothing new under the sun. That there is nothing new under the sun, and that is all God. Cause if we they came from nothing, how can nothing be connected to everything? Oh, come Scientists, on. Scientists, how does that make sense? Come on, please explain that one. Come on, please. answer her question. I, I beg, please answer her. Chai, wow. you need somebody. You need one source mm. to make all that you know now and everything that he makes connects back to him because he made it mm. he made it yeah. i'm telling you he god is real god mm. is there is god oh it's like that woman said 
there is God. There is God. Everything connects back to Him. Even the carpet, which is kind of scary, but yes, it's so it is it's so true. Everything connects back to God. Yeah. Every single thing, everything. Like you know, also I find it in the way that you know, you know how you could be thinking about something, and then you're sitting beside somebody, mm-hmm. and then somebody says exactly what you're thinking, but you did not say a single yeah. word to them, and then after they say what you were thinking, you go out somewhere else, and then somebody else says what you mm-hmm. were talking and discussing with the other person, and yeah. you did not discuss it with them. How does that? W- People try to give it a name. Mm-mm. No, it, uh, everything is connected. No. Everything is connected. Every single thing is connected. Yeah. Huh. So yeah, <laughs> I love how it started like parenting, dating, and then God. It just shows you again right. everything is connected. Everything is connected. <laughs> Every single thing is because you uh, can't talk about self. Without talking about God, mm. and then you can't talk about yourself without talking about your parents, because your parents, you know, yeah, made, made the self picture. Look right at now. that impromptu podcast that it made sense all in the end. <laughs> that it makes sense <laughs> in the end. I'm telling you, I am telling you. It's like Nigerian parents when they give stories, they'll bring up all these other things, <laughs> but in the end, they will bring sense. it back together. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, so that's it for today, guys. Yeah. That is it. Yep, whenever this comes out. Hopefully I edit it quickly <laughs> and put it out to y'all. Yes, guys. But, but thanks once again for coming. Mm-hmm. And all of you that are listening, thank you for the support. Don't yes. forget to like and subscribe. Mm-hmm. And give it a five-star rating because it's great. Exactly. It's great. Come it's on. Talking. You get to hear people talk to you yes. for like 30 plus minutes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Bye. Bye, you guys.